0: College football is back, baby. How's everybody doing today? I am here to give you the week zero breakdown for college football on DraftKings here. Uh, Hope everybody had a great offseason. More than ever, we have had some uh, pretty insane turmoil and uh, feels like half the country changed teams this year uh, with the transfer portal. Uh, So, you know, there's going to be a lot of week zero, week one games where there's just there's just uncertainty, right? Like we, you know, we think we know what's going on. We have a pretty good idea based on some of the depth charts that have been released, but we have no beat on rotations. We have no beat on certain things with, you know, new coaches, new schemes, what players are going to look like in different systems. You know, we think we have a pretty good pulse again, but uh, nonetheless, you know, not trying to bake in any early excuses, obviously, but uh, you know, I would say my advice being, don't go to bananas here on week zero uh you know in terms until we can get kind of a beat on these teams and what's going on um you know just don't, don't go go too crazy with your bankroll um I will absolutely be playing I have been waiting uh for months for this uh weekend and uh, I'm gonna cover here the week zero this weekend uh opening on draft Kings the early slate so I'm not gonna touch the afternoon slate this week uh, I'll definitely be playing it but Uh, You know, uh, as you'll see here, it was a lot of digging and information to break down uh, for the morning slate alone. So I'm going to cover that. Uh, We got, I believe, a six gamer here to kind of kick things off on Saturday morning. Um, So let's jump to it. Let's get into it. So on DraftKings, uh, Saturday morning, week zero, we've got uh, game number one. I'm going to give a little bit of a high overview breakdown of the game. Uh, And then I'm going to go into stacks that I like, uh, running backs that I like, and then I'm going to hit off on a few one-off receivers. So with a six-gamer, this should be pretty uh, simple, pretty short. Hope you guys enjoy. Definitely, if you like it, please hit that thumbs up. Please subscribe to the channel. I'm going to be doing college football all year long, just as many slates as I possibly can. Um, So definitely subscribe, hit that thumbs up. Um, And then we obviously have a ton of NFL content coming your way as well. So Without further ado let's do it uh so week one or week zero game one austin pa at western kentucky so western kentucky comes in as a 27 point favorite here at home uh they they should trash these guys uh you've got reed now in town who is transferring from i think western florida it is austin reed um which is a division two school but he was a baller there uh he came in he beat out jared dodge or Doge, uh, who is transferring from West Virginia, who's like a record holder at West Virginia. He thought he would kind of swoop in and jump into this spread offense and just it would be his show. And he got beat out. Uh, Jared Doge is no longer part of the team. He left school. So this guy, um, uh, Austin Reed, looks to be the real deal. Uh, he is a gunslinger. He is going to get the ball downfield. This offense should be a ton of fun to watch this year for Western Kentucky, as it always is. Um From Austin PA standpoint, look, there's not a lot that stands out here for me. I mean, these guys are probably going to get blown out of the building. Um, It could take some time, obviously, for this Western Kentucky offense to kind of find its rhythm and get rolling. But um, I think, you know, right now you have to look to Western Kentucky for most of your plays that you're going to sit on. Moving on here, we've got Nebraska at Northwestern. Huskers are a 13 and a half point favorite to kick off what will be probably a make or break season for Scott Frost, right? He has not been great there in Nebraska. Give him some credit. That was a program that needed to tear down and full rebuild, but they are opening up against Northwestern in the land of the Irish out there in Ireland. So this should be a pretty interesting game. Both teams obviously traveling across the pond. Uh, We'll see what happens. Uh, Last year, Uh, Or I'm sorry, Nebraska brings in a new offensive coordinator, a new quarterback, plenty of other transfers. Um, Northwestern's a pretty mediocre team who's always tough. Um, They play soundball. That's kind of the Pat Fitzgerald way. So, you know, last year in this game, Nebraska absolutely tore them up, destroyed them. Um, We'll see if the Wildcats can put up a little bit of a fight here and bounce back. Um, But I personally think the Huskers come out pretty hot here. Um, They've got a lot of new talent and transfers. They've got a new coach on the offensive side of the ball, as I mentioned. Scott Frost is obviously playing uh, with with his job on the line. And I think uh, the offensive line um, apparently has been puking 20 times practice. So they seem primed and ready to rock for whatever that's worth. Uh, Moving on, Idaho State at UNLV. UNLV, they're a 20-point favorite here in the desert versus Idaho State. Um, We still don't really know who the quarterback is going to be for the running Rebels. So you're kind of rolling the dice. If you do go that route, Um, they've got two guys. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them play. Um, But the receiver room is solid. The running back room looks pretty good. UNLV again, 20 point favorites. They should come out and handle Idaho state pretty handedly. Um, There's not much on the Idaho state side of the ball that I am going to be gravitating towards. Um, So I'll most likely be avoiding that situation. Uh, for the most part, but we'll get into that. Uh, Next game on the slate, we have Wyoming at Illinois. So Illinois is a 11-point favorite over the Cowboys right now. Um, It's the lowest total on the slate, I believe. Tommy DeVito, uh, the transfer from Syracuse, was just named the starter here today. Um, Look, he was above average and good at Syracuse. Uh, Nothing special, but he was solid. Um, And we'll see. I'm curious to see how they'll come out behind him in um, Brett Belima's second season. Are they going to be a little bit more aggressive offensively? Are they going to take a little bit more off the top of the defense? Because Chase Brown is, is, is a good player, but, you know, Illinois was pretty bare bones across the board on offense last year. Um, and Brett Belima was just trying to win games uh, seemingly 10 to 7 every week. So um, on the other side of the ball, I mean, my, Wyoming, they're always tough. They're well coached. They always, uh, again, play sound football. They got decimated by the transfer portal this offseason. Both of their quarterbacks left. Uh, They lost, I believe, running back, receiver, offensive line. They lost five guys off their defense. Like This is a brand new team for the most part at Wyoming. They've got some guys, um, which, again, we'll touch on when we go position by position. But I think Illinois is in a much better spot, obviously, right now than Wyoming is as a team to start the season. Uh, Going on to the next one, we've got UConn at Utah State. Jim Moore Jr. back in the fold. Uh, so he's got the headset on. Um, you know, he's going to look to make the UConn program relevant again, which is quite surprising. I didn't even quite remember that UConn was still a program. I thought from what I remember, I thought they were getting rid of the program and who knows, but they are a team. They are playing this Saturday. They are playing against Utah State and a 27 point dog on the road. So uh, this game has the highest total on the slate. So Utah State, uh, they've got some dudes. Uh, they've got returning quarterback, running back. Their entire offensive line is back. They've got receivers. This team should be pretty explosive on offense, especially in this week zero. Um, U- UConn uh, has Taquan Robertson. So if you remember him, he filled in last year for Sean Clifford at Penn State for a few games. Uh, they've got a few returning pieces around them. You know, it's really unclear who some of the primary guys are going to be for UConn um, as Jim Moore Jr. gets things rolling there. But Taquan Robertson's, you know, a former, I think, four-star recruit. So, you know, he's not nobody. Um, We'll see if UConn can put up a a fight here. Jim Moore Jr. is not a bad coach. He had UCLA rolling for a while, if you remember back to those days. He was always recruiting uh, really solidly. Um, Yeah, I, I think this should be an interesting game. You know, I expect Utah State to win. But I think that 27 points is a lot. So um, I can't wait to watch this one. And then the final game on the morning slate, uh, Dukentz is playing at Florida State. So yeah, that game is going to get ugly. Uh, Florida State is a 39 and a half point favorite. Scott Norvell and the Squatch absolutely smashed this team. Uh, Florida State has obviously been disappointing the last few years, but this is a perfect game for them just to kind of get off to a super fast start. Blow these guys out. Hopefully, they're not looking ahead because they do have LSU, I believe, next week. Uh, so, yeah, Jordan Travis and squad. You know, they're playing. I, I mean, this team should get run off the field here in the first quarter. So, um, hitting it real quick. Uh, that's kind of just the, the high level overview of the games that are on the slate. Well, we're going position by position. Or, I'm sorry, stacks here. Is, I'm sticking. I'm keeping it close. Week zero again. I'm trying to stick with what I know uh, and keep it clean. I'm going with four main stacks here in teams that I'm riding in week zero. So that's going to be Western Kentucky, Nebraska, Utah State, Florida State. Uh, obviously, you've got Austin Reed with Western Kentucky. The receivers that are available and I think that you could probably look to, Malachi Corley, Michael Matheson, and Daywood Davis, I think, are the three favorites. You've also got Jalen Hall and Dalvin Smith. David Davis is an over-the-top guy at 4,800, which I'm really interested in. And then Michael Matheson at 5,600 are really intri- intriguing to me. Um, so that's the Western Kentucky. That's kind of the guys that I'm looking to pair Austin Reed with. Uh, on to Nebraska, you've got Casey Thompson, who's transferred in from Texas. Uh, Omar Manning is returning, who's a really good player. You've got Trey Palmer, who transferred in from LSU. Alante Brown and Marcus Washington. So I think I'm keeping this pretty tight if I'm going Nebraska here. Casey Thompson with Manning and Palmer. Those are the guys that I really like. Um, I think that's a fairly decently priced stack uh, if you're going to double it up. And I think both those guys are intriguing as they're big play guys. Um, Utah State, Logan Bonner is coming back. Uh, you've got a bunch of guys there for Utah State that you could pair him with. Justin McGriff at 6,800. You've got Brian Cobbs there. Um, Kyle Van Leeuwen, who is a little bit cheaper. And then I think my favorite of the bunch is Xavier Williams sitting at 5,000. So again, that's McGriff, Cobbs, Van Leeuwen, and Xavier Williams with Logan Bonner. If you're going Utah State. Um, Jordan Travis at Florida State is probably the guy that I'm going to roll with the most here. Um, Again, Florida State does not have the luxury to come out um, and they don't have the luxury to come out and just like play average, right? They have had a bad couple of years. They need to get some serious momentum on their side and look good. Um, So I expect Florida State, even if they're blowing this team out to keep their starters in for quite a bit, they're trying to get ramped up, like I said, for LSU next week. So I like Jordan Travis here. Um, If they're blowing them out 40, 50 points here, That means he's doing damage most likely. So I like Jordan Travis. The only concern there is Florida State has some really good running backs, and you don't want to get sniped by a few of those guys in the end zone, but is as DFS, right? There's nothing we can do there. Um, Jordan Travis, I like it, as I mentioned. Micah Pittman at 7,500, the transfer from Oregon. And Michael Pittman's little brother is probably the number one receiver there down in Tallahassee. You've also got Ontario Wilson, Malik McLean, and Johnny Wilson there wrapping things up. Two of these guys are in the 4,000s. So I think you could very easily go Jordan, Travis, Micah Pittman, and then pair them with a Wilson uh, Ontario or Johnny down there in the fours. If you really want to get after it. Um, I also don't mind with Florida state or also with uh, Utah state. If you want to go quarterback, running back receiver, because these guys will catch balls out of the backfield. So you can get a little bit different there. Cause I'm assuming Utah state and Florida state are going to eat up a ton of chalk here on Saturday. So, Moving on to running back real quick. Um, let's see here. Let me pull it up. Um, we've got, so up top, Calvin Tyler Jr. for Utah State. He's the lead back for them, 8,100. He's expensive, but uh, probably rightfully so. He, he's going to be the consistent lead back for them um, in terms of volume and, and target share and all that stuff. He's going to be the guy. So if you want to get the um, the sure thing, Calvin Tyler, that's why he's 8,100, guys. Uh, moving down to kind of the next tier is what I like Kyle Robichucks. So he's going to be the number one back most likely for Western Kentucky. He's 7,000. I like him quite a bit there again to kind of pivot off some of the passing game chalk. So I think if you're going to get a little bit weird, um, you can go with the running backs from these games. Um, you've also got Florida state Trayshawn Ward and Trey Benson, in my opinion, are both playable 6,100 and 6,500. Um, I think, again, both those guys are in play. Hell, you could play both of them in the same lineup. the think Florida State's just going to run the ball down their throat for three quarters or whatever. So um, I like both of those guys. I think at 6,300, Evan Hall is in play. I don't love a lot from Northwestern, but if they want a shot to win this game and keep it close, it's got to be through the running game. Northwestern has never been a passing attack. Uh, so if they don't want Nebraska to pull away here, they're going to have to ground and pound, baby. So Evan Hull, if you think Northwestern keeps it close, he's probably the guy who's going to get a ton of totes of the rock. Um, Going down a little bit, same story for Wyoming. Uh, If you think Wyoming's going to keep it close here, um, I think Titus Swen is the guy. Uh, It's going to be his show, and he's going to have to have a big game uh, and tote the rock quite a bit to keep this one close against Illinois. Um, So Hull and Swen, probably guys will get a little bit different um, in terms of roster ownership. And then uh, drop down below that, you've got Ramir Johnson. He should be the lead back for Nebraska, but they will rotate guys and go with the hot hand. He's sitting there at 5,400. You've got Josh Samuel at 5,200. In my opinion, he's probably one of the one or two guys that's playable from Austin PA. Um, He's a transfer from Jacksonville State, and I think Josh Samuel is pretty good. So I know they were pretty pumped up when they got this guy. Uh, I imagine very similarly, like they cannot keep getting the ball into Western Kentucky's hands if they want a shot here. So he's another dude that I would mix into some of your lineups. And then uh, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if this is just a complete mispricing on DraftKings or it was a late announcement or what, but Aiden Robbins is listed as a UNLV starting running back for Saturday and he's 3,300. So yeah, if he's going to be a 20 point favorite in a starting tailback, At 3,300, Aiden Robbins becomes pretty much a lock button play uh, in most of your lineups. So just keep that in mind. Um, Obviously, if there's any news getting closer to kickoff on Saturday, I'll make sure I break that usually via Twitter on my social media page. So make sure you give me a follow there. Um, And then if we're going to go, there's two guys in terms of one-off receivers that I do have some interest in. As I mentioned, we don't really know what the quarterback situation is going to look like for UNLV on Saturday, but Kyle Williams at 6,300 is really interesting. He's a big-time playmaker for those guys. Um, I don't really care who's playing quarterback; he's going to have a guy, he's going to be a guy that gets the ball and is a major playmaker. So, um, Kyle Williams at 6,300 is a one-off receiver I would definitely look to, and then Dre McRae, uh, definitely a sweet name. He's Austin awesome, Pa's number one receiver. Um, great bring back option if you're going to play Western Kentucky. Um, I think he led the team in receiving last year as a true freshman. So Dre McCray back for a second year. It's got to be a major focal point of that offense. And again, if they're going to be trailing and getting blown out by Western Kentucky, he's going to be in positive game flow uh, with the ball flying around the yard. So that's kind of my player pool for Saturday morning. Like I said, guys, uh, I'm sticking Western Kentucky, Nebraska, Utah State, and Florida State mainly. I gave you a list of the running backs that are all in my player pool that I'll dive into a little bit more uh, and a few one-off receivers. So um, if you have time, like I said, give me a follow on Twitter. I'm at VinnyLevine29. I'm usually, you know, tweeting up a storm leading up to the games, throughout the games, whatnot, um, breaking things down. And as I get news, I'm obviously spreading that word. So give me a follow there. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, Please definitely uh, subscribe to the channel. Give us a thumbs up. Drop me a comment. Interact with me, too. Uh, love that. Absolutely. Don't worry. I have thick skin. Uh, so if you want to hammer me on some of these plays or correct me, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an awesome season. I can't wait to get some games on the board that uh, we actually know some of these teams. They're actually Division One teams. Uh, And they probably won't be 27 or 39 point uh, favorites and to start the game or start the year. So um, starting in week one next week, we should get some awesome games to break down from a DFS standpoint. But we have what we have and we got to make do. So good luck to everybody this weekend. Hopefully you win some money. If you do take down a tournament or something, please drop that in the comments. Let us know so we can give you a shout out. Um, That's obviously what makes us feel awesome and validates kind of what we're doing. So um, until next time.